Welcome back to another episode of What We Doing. It's your man's H.T. Sims. Mr. Mix. St. Louis Red. Here's what they think about you. Here's what they think about you. Here's what they think about you. Here's what they think about 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 Fuck all y'all. God damn, I'm glad. I we're going to get right into it. So this week, unless you've lived under a rock, uh, we've had some news go on in the NFL. So some people have stopped watching the NFL a couple years now. Some people have been so-called boycotting. Some people have actually been boycotting. But uh, the news kind of hit everywhere that, that you can get your news from, ESPN, Fox News, things of that nature. We had a coach say some um, very offensive <laughs> – had some very offensive emails come out, come to uh, – come to light so john gruden coach of the los i'm sorry former the las vegas, vegas the las vegas raiders former coach well former coach uh john gruden of the las vegas uh raiders um his he, he had emails going back to 2011 that the uh nfl found uh during an investigation of the washington football team and their culture and ethics so they kind of saw some emails that came from john gruden uh, the one of the emails that came out first that should have had some consequences with it. Uh, he was talking about uh, Demore Smith, uh, the head of the um, players union. Uh, he's a lawyer, a very accomplished lawyer, and he's a black man. So he's talking about his lips being as big as Michelin tires. Mm. He was then approached about those comments. Uh, that so the the that comment came out on Thursday. He went through a press conference on Friday. During that Friday press conference, he explained to the media that, uh, that he did not mean it in the way that it was kind of portrayed. Um, he was saying that his lips are like. I'm just telling. I'm just. We just. We just giving the news. We about to get into the shit. We just giving the news. But uh, he said he didn't mean it in the way that it was. It was stated. He said that uh, because Demora Smith lies so much, he has rubber lips. Oh, that was man. his explanation that he gave uh, the media. What? Then proceeded to say, in a direct quote, I don't have a racist bone in my body. I've worked with black men mm -hmm. <laughs> for years. Uh, spoiler as alert. As their slave owners. Right. Spoiler alert. There's going to be a lot of cliches throughout this, this two hours, so rock with me. Okay? <laughs> okay. Rock with me. Yeah. I can't be racist. I don't have a racist bone in my body. You're going to hear it. Uh, forgive and forget. You're going to hear it. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, all of those things you're going to hear. So this happens on Friday. Uh, some of the black uh, news media is, is outraged. Mm -hmm. They're calling for his job. They're saying he should be fired for saying such things, such racist tropes. Uh, he doesn't get fired. That Sunday, he goes out, loses to the uh, Bears 20 to 7. That Monday on Monday Night Football, which he used to be the host of Monday Night Football, mm -hmm. so the irony is staggering. Uh, he's fired 
or we found out that he is uh, he resigned. He resigned, right, right, right. Live on air, um, not live on air, but live on air. We found out that he resigned. Uh, that the the president of the Los Angeles Raiders, uh, Mark, um, isn't he the owner's son? Davis, Mark Davis, Mark Davis, Mark, Mark yeah, Davis. Davis boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Mark Davis um, had a, had a conversation with him, and they they thought it was in the best interest of all involved that he resigned due to a new report that came out from the New York Times that there were not only racial emails; he had emails uh, rating some of the Washington football team's cheerleaders' uh, breasts. Mm. So he had topless pictures. Um, he talked about Michael Sam, um, who was the first openly Open. gay yeah. uh, player drafted into the NFL no. by the then St. Louis Rams, and he felt as if Jeff Frischer were pressured to draft him, so he said that was bullshit and he should have never drafted him. Uh, Eric Reed kneeled down with Kyle Kaepernick 2016 through 2017 seasons. He said that he should be fired for kneeling. Uh, he talked about female refs. Mm -hmm. He also talked about uh, concussion protocol and, and that it was bullshit that they were trying to make the game safer. So pretty much he covered everybody. Yeah, women, yeah, yeah. He got the whole gauntlet. Yeah, women, uh, le lesbian, gay community, the alphabet people. Like He, he got everybody. Mm -hmm. So then he ended up resigning after that. So what we want to talk about is it, it never it never fails. It never fails. Racist shit happens, and all the players play their roles. So then, you guessed it, black players come out, defend John Gruden. Mm -hmm. He was never racist to me. Keep that in mind. Just what I said is what I meant. He was never racist to me. End quote. Then we have... Somebody from somewhere, we know exactly who this is, we can say the name, but it's always somebody from somewhere with some racist shit happen, whether it's a shooting or anything. Well, we got to forgive and forget. Yeah. We, we got to forgive them because we Christians and we, that's what we do. We forgive them. Mm -hmm. We don't even know. Which is interesting because there's a lot of other things that they don't do as Christians that they probably should. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of other parts of the books, bro. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but got some shit in it. Yeah. Things. But you always have that person. Then you always have the person that initially will uh, not show as much outrage. Right. Until everybody else kind of gets the steam up. Mm -hmm. And then it's and then even when they speak on it, they don't speak on it with the same energy and, and aggression and ferocity that they speak on the black community with. Right. So it's just, it's just it's just funny how. One, we're su we're still surprised that people are talking behind our backs and saying crazy shit about black people. Yeah, okay, yep. The fact that that's shocking people is shocking me. So we can start there. Mm. Like, we, we can start. So my question to you, gentlemen, is, one, which I think I know the answer to this, but it's going to lead to the second question. One, are you ever shocked at what powerful men say? No. About, about black people? I'm not mm. shocked about what powerful men say about black folks, poor people say about black folks, people, middle management, whatever. Anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not surprised about none of it. Anybody. Which leads to the second question. If it is said, what should be the consequence? Okay. If, if, if it's said, if it's said and it's proven, right? Because 
this leads to a to a larger issue in my opinion because there were six there was 650,000 emails mm-hmm. they were investigating the Washington football team, mm-hmm. not the Las Vegas Raiders. Right. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, the only person that's getting killed in this is the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Because he was the only he was the only whoa, one that whoa, was whoa, whoa. slow down. Because he was the only one that was racist. Slow down. That that, so, that happened. And that's kind of where I where I was going with it as well. It's yeah, like um that. so so one. Am I surprised? Uh, no, I'm not surprised. I I'm not surprised. I'm only disappointed. And I'm only disappointed in our reaction. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, because Talk about it. the fact of the matter is, like, okay, some of us want to pretend, you know, they say ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean? So, right. so the more I pretend, like, I don't know what's going on, um, the less weight on my shoulders, the less responsibility I have, et cetera. Right. Agreed, uh, agreed. I'm only bothered by the response and, and the smoke and mirrors because, for the most part, they're all having these conversations in private. Mm. Yeah. And as you stated, when when one gets exposed, it's almost as like it's almost the question is almost like why? Why is he being exposed? Mm. So for example, in in all of these different emails that are going back and forth and and I am a personal person I am a person who does believe in privacy. Um which and, is a conversation that we can broach when we talking about this. Absolutely. All those different things. Absolutely. Um but at the same time, uh when he was talking to these individuals, mm-hmm. I am certain there was some correspondence back to him. Had right, to be. Yeah, absolutely, had to be, absolutely. He knew and who it, he was talking to. And it so, was so, never exactly. He knew he was. So, talking real, to real quick, an important point: this was not over a. This was over a ten-year span. Mm-hmm. So these emails span the 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 span ten years. Mm-hmm. So I just want to throw that in there while we're talking about it, so the audience knows that it wasn't just one email. Right. It wasn't just two. It was a span of ten years of this correspondence, and, let, and let's get into that. Let's let's hold that thought. It wasn't just one email; it was no. emails over ten years. Over ten years. Ten years. Yeah. So mix. Yeah. Um, why am I going through ten years of emails? Mm-hmm. Why am I isolating one individual out of these ten years of emails? Mm-hmm. So, so my question is always the why. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I. I knew those emails were there before they even exposed them. Oh, sure. Because I mean, that's, a, that's actually the world the, that we live in. That and that is the core of the NFL anyway. Oh, yes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, it's and, the, the cosmic core time and time again. Uh, if, 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 and, and, and these other leagues don't get a pass. No. If the NFL is, is the wolf, and my, Malcolm, and my Malcolm quotes, then the NBA is the fox, for example. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And it's no different. Absolutely. And when you speak to, um, the, the Stephen A's and so you have, you have you have the individuals Ooh. who are paid. Mm-hmm. This is literally what I'm paid to do. I've been paid to do this from the beginning, and you they keep I mean? paying me Bro- more Bro- each year to do just to do this, this. Yes. Bro- brother. That's gonna be a whole segment because <laughs> we so, go because so we, we gonna touch we, we gonna, gonna touch Stephen brother Stephen A. We got so, we got we gonna we gonna we gonna put our holy hands. So even when you on have brother Stephen the Stephen A's and, mm-hmm. and his counterparts because it's yeah Tony Tony Dungy yeah. But then you also have the players mm-hmm. who who deal with their um, internal traumas. Absolutely. You know what I mean? a, lot, a lot of times, once again, we do not want to acknowledge the world around us. Mm-hmm. Right. So I will also die on defending my ignorance. You know what I mean? Mm, absolutely. I want to live in this absolutely. space. Absolutely. Come on, somebody. And, and you're not going to bring me out of this space. And I want to I want to hold to the why, right? Mm-hmm. So. We t- are you talking about six hundred fifty thousand emails over ten years span? Over ten years span, yes, sir. Why now? Because why now? In, in the beginning, this is all under the NFL why, servers. Why him now? Why, why him? Now? Why now? Okay. 
So what is your what is your thought on why him and why now? What's his record over the past time he's been in oh, uh, Las, uh, Las Vegas? What's his, what's his record? Uh, he hasn't he, been in Las Vegas that long. He was and, and I think he's a, Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. But still, I think he's right under. Now. I think he's a, either at 500 or under 500 coach. Mm-hmm. This, uh, is, this is this is where I was going to go with that. So so he started in Oakland and he left mm-hmm. for Tampa. Mm-hmm. Now granted, he did get that 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 one ring in Tampa. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tony Dungy. Uh, in his 15 seasons, we're gonna take we're gonna take the current season off. Okay. Okay. In his 14 seasons. And me being me being me, I'm gonna be ignorant. You're you're a football coach. Um, I'm going to say I know mathematically as a math person it's not true, but I'm gonna say um, one game over 500 is not is not winning. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, sure, no. sure, sure. So with that Let being said, he has win. four winning seasons. Mm-hmm. Four. four winning seasons. Four in 14 years because we took the current season off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four winning seasons. So in you're 14 still, years. but you're still counting the first three years of his time in uh, as in a Raider, Oakland. right? But dig, yes, and okay, it, no, we'll but, but dig. I want I want to put it in better context. I'm gonna, gonna say because I'm gonna say one thing because I'm because I'm gonna say one thing that mm-hmm. that puts it all in context. He was the highest paid coach in NFL history with a unbelievable ten year hundred million dollar contract. One game over five hundred. One Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's team. That brings me back to the why. <laughs> That right, that point is right. You right on it. It brings me right back to the why. You paid this guy ten years and what, like a hundred million? You say, yeah. So and he I, had. So like he guaranteed. So he had. Guaranteed. It was guaranteed. So he had forty of that because he had four seasons. Mm-hmm. He had okay. forty of that in his pocket. So cash. you're definitely not getting the results. We got guys that came up out of nowhere in your in your tent and your time. The Chiefs are that run your division, or, or are you? Oh, okay. Because what are you paying them for? So that's my Steve point. Smith. So that's my point. So you're getting to. You have you have a way to get rid of him, mm-hmm. and I think they took it. He does if he goes to playoffs last year. And I've been removed from football for about four or five seasons now mm-hmm. because of this. But you know you still keep an ear to it. Yeah. If he's if he's a playoff coach at any time in these first three years, if he if he went goes to the Super Bowl, this whole situation is handled totally differently. Okay. So to your point, fuck it. Let's be real. Um. Andy Reid's son mm-hmm. got drunk and killed a little girl before the Super Bowl. Oh, when he was in Philly? When he was, uh, was the head coach in Philly? Last year. Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> Last year. I did not know that. You know why you didn't know it? Because he's part <laughs> of the top of the league right now. Because Andy Reid is considered one of the best coaches in oh, Andy's coming up. He's, he has, a, B, oh. it was reported. It was reported the week of the Super Bowl. But it was reported. Right. It was, it was said. It was it, reported. It was said. The week was, of the Super Bowl. It wasn't. You get pushed, what I'm saying? But it was said. Yeah. I, I had It was acknowledged and then dropped. Yeah. So we, 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 we understand that he did it. Because, again, this is, I'm not, I don't feel either way. About, that, that is tragic and sad what happened to that little girl and mm-hmm. it shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. But I'm not invested into. Andy Reid or Andy Reid's son to where his son should have been shouldn't have been punished mm-hmm. and shouldn't have been basically read the riot act for something so egregious and you're f- like at that point you should be ran through the mud because somebody did something again Let- drove drunk drove drunk somebody's dead mm-hmm. because you broke the law and we just kind of huh? let's stick mm-hmm. to sports mm-hmm. the media covers <laughs> Things that they're not even sure if it happened or not. True. Yeah, right. For weeks. True. Right. Facts. For months. Facts. Right. True. Right. Yes. True. And that's, and I think it all comes to the 
Cause I got a different. Cause I want you to come to me. Cause I got a different on the why. I got it. I got. Okay. I got okay. a different. So let me get my why off. Okay. Yeah, I got a different. Um, I do not. I do not have the answer. I do not see. Um, what, what's the saying? Uh, a wise man knows that he knows nothing at all. Sure. Yep. That's Socrates, um, baby. So, so for me, uh, I do tend to speak on a lot of different things, and when I speak on it, it's because I feel passionate about my knowledge base, mm-hmm. and I have zero problem saying I'm not an expert at this. I don't really know about this. Um, this is my thoughts. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm definitely a person that will put before and after. This is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm well read enough to know that there's so much that I do not know. Yeah, there, there you Amen. go. I'll, okay. I'll this is what I that. believe the reason is. Okay, go ahead. The reason is, I don't know. It's <laughs> not. It's not disclosed. Here's where I'm going with that. I always utilize, uh, and, I, and I'm spilling my secrets right now, I always utilize this metaphor of uh, training day. Mm-hmm. If you remember in training day, when Denzel Washington uh, had the friend who sold dope. Right. Mm-hmm. White boy used to come chill, chop it up, drink with all the time. Mm-hmm. They believed that they were fostering a great relationship. Mm-hmm. Denzel the entire time knew that in order for the system to look like it works, I at times have to cash people in. Right. When I ask you, why did Denzel cash old boy in? What's your answer to that? Oh, he had to cover his own ass in this one in training day, off tops. He was getting too deep. He had to serve uh, serve up somebody. And we knew that why. Because we mean, were watching, watching the, movie. the film, right? Because we were watching. But those in in that world mm-hmm. did not know why. You I hear you. Mean? I hear you. So what I'm saying is, yeah, yeah, I don't I know you. why John Gruden is fired, mm-hmm. but I know John Gruden was fired mm-hmm. for. A reason that you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. their personal reasons, because they cashed. I always call it. I say you cashed. They cashed in that chip. Denzel cashed in that chip. Mm-hmm. They cashed in the John Gruden chip. Why? I'm not certain. I'm also not perplexed or extraly invested. I mean, overly invested, because I mean, I knew that all of them were biggest. And and <laughs> I want to circle back around to uh, the NBA mm-hmm. after, uh, right after you disclose why you believe that. Most definitely. So my why is simple. Um, let's use a metaphor. Let's use a metaphor. Mm. A really, really good movie is The Inside Man. Mm-hmm. You ever seen The Inside Man? I have. Denzel Washington. Um, so they rob a bank, but they're robbing. They're robbing the the robbing of the bank is a cover for something else. Mm-hmm. There's something else of more value than the money in the bank. Now, to the average person that's watching what could be more valuable than the money to the average person watching what can be more egregious than Gruden mm-hmm. the owners yeah, yeah. the owners yeah. can be more yeah. egregious oh, than Gruden yeah. go ahead yeah. <laughs> the yeah. owners can yeah. be more yeah. y'all look play I, I study power mm-hmm. I study power I study it I watch it I study it so in studying power, you must understand when to sacrifice a pawn mm-hmm. or a rook mm-hmm. or, or a piece that is less valuable than your king or your queen. Facts. Yep. Now, the outside world is looking at that like they may look in, be looking at it like, oh, you sacrificed the knight. 
The powerful folks are looking at it. Oh, I was just a pawn. It's just a pawn. Yeah, just a pawn. right. It's a pawn. It's a he's a coach. coach. Yeah. He's a coach. Mediocre he's a coach me- he wasn't. Was he wasn't even a great coach. Mm-hmm. So he no. wasn't even a great coach. He wasn't Bill Belichick, who has six Super Bowls and power mm-hmm. and some type of sway within you know, the organization that know, he was on. You know what he was? Mm. He was a great bigot buddy. A great bigot buddy. So Man. I paid him yeah. because I appreciate his friendship. I enjoy his company. I, yeah. like, I like him around. You know what I mean? But he also, didn't bring, he didn't bring but also when you study in powerful men, you got to understand they keep folks like like that around because times like this will yeah. will, will arise. See, because a, a, be, a better example, real quick. One of my favorite shows is The Wire. Mm-hmm. You remember what happened when Hamsterdam happened? Never saw The Wire. So when Hamsterdam happened, so if you've never seen The Wire it, in season. Three or four, they had this place called Hamsterdam. No, it, yeah, it was season three. Season three, they had a place called Hamsterdam where drugs were legal. Where they could do, as long as they were selling it in the zone. As long as they were selling it in, in the zone, zone, nobody would fuck with them. Mm-hmm. They go to one of the main characters, Idris Eldra, who is Stringer Bell, one of my favorite characters, and they're like, hey, String, they selling, they selling dope down here, and it's a free-for-all, man. You can grind. They straight letting you grind down here. Mm-hmm. Stringer Bell has been in the game for a long time and has some savvy about him. So he says, send some guys down, but don't send anybody higher than a lieutenant. Mm-hmm. So if they got to take the charge, we not hurt. And just flip that money, that free money that we're getting off the pack. Gruden is the corner boy. We are the kingpins. The, the owners are the kingpins. In this society right now, the only thing that can bring you down is the sensitivity of certain groups. And okay. one of them ain't black. Yeah, that's for it's sure. It's the other group. None of that's them ain't black. Sure. Yeah. That's one of them ain't black. Sure. One, it's the other group. Mm-hmm. So you piss them off. They have enough of a pull and a cachet to where they can pull some strings and get your ass up out of here. Because, again, the shit to hit the fan, you can talk about a black man and, and, and in a very, very racist manner, you can talk about Michael Sand. You, Sanders, you can talk about that's fine, but the minute you talk about somebody from the LGBTQIA community, oh heads gotta roll because they not rolling. Jewish community um, is the, L- same. Is the yeah. same. They just don't play that shit. Yeah. I, I'm not. I don't begrudge them for that, but that's just what it is. Black folks. And it's, need not, it's not just a, a matter of not playing that shit. So, with that, with that, you gotta you gotta look at that, and then you gotta set it up for the next part that we need to kind of discuss, which is now that we have discussed the why, now we need to discuss the players. You need to understand this from a perspective that it affects your life. Because again, every time this happens, because it happens on a smaller scale too, the same players end up putting themselves in position. So we're going to leave it right there. We're going to talk about that. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Put a white trick on your elbow 
moving out your neighborhood, but I walk through the ghetto, and the flavor's good, little kids jumping on me, but you, you wanna be white and corny, living way out, fool go home, spray painted on your house, trying to be a devil, that's true, but ask yourself, for they to be equal to Get the hell out, stop being a Uncle Tom, you little sellout. House a scum, give something back to the place where you made it from before you end up broke. Mess around and get your ghetto pass with both. I ain't saying no names, you know who you are, you little punk. Be true to the game. Yeah, you ain't nothing but a buster, you know that? I was thinking about getting you the other day, but I said nah. You know, I knew you grew up in the hood and that thing, but you don't come back no more, homie. About testing you out, that's real. When you first start rhyming, it started off slow, but then you start climbing. But it wasn't fast enough, I guess. So you gave your other style a test. You was hardcore hip hop. Now look at yourself, boy, you done flip flop. Giving our music away to the mainstream. Don't you know they ain't down with the team? They just sent their boss over, put a bug in your ear. And now you're crossed over on MTV, but they don't care. They'll have a new nigga next year. Out in the cold, no more white fans and no more soul. And you might have a heart attack when you find out the black folks don't want your back. And you know what's worse? You was just like the sucker in the first verse. Stop selling out your race. And wipe that stupid looking smile off your face. Blacks always gotta show they teeth. Now I'ma be brief, be true to the game. Look at you, man. Just be cock diesel, now pop goes the weasel. Always knew you was a mark. That's all the real homie. Just be hardcore, now you just run off. Just like they said, give a dog a bone, watch him go fetch. He went out like a bad knee. A message to the Oreo cook. Find a mirror and take a look, G. Do you like what you see? But you're quick to point the finger at me. You wanna be the big fish, you little guppy. Black man can't be no yuppie. You put on your suit and tie and your big clothes. You don't associate with the Negroes. You wanna be just like that. But Jack is calling you a monkey behind your back. So back off, genius. I don't need you to correct my broken English. You know that's right. You ain't white. So stop holding your butt tight. Cause you can't pass, so why you keep trying to pass? Black as a mother, Mr. Big. But in reality, you're shorter than a midge. You only got yourself to blame. Get a grip, Oreo, and be true to the game. Yeah. Yo, I want to say what's up to all the brothers that's true to the game. Lynch Mob, WC in the Mad Circle, Cam, Cypress Hill. Ice Cube. That's how we doing it in 92. Fool. Be true to the gang. It really used to bother me. Why award shows never calling me. Was not enough to hold the tea down. Cause I'm constantly chopping broccoli. They don't owe me no apology. Ballin' getting nightly neurology Even though I got the lottery now Ain't no thought of me, I do not agree Staring at platinum and gold plaques 
Fragile, hood go crazy, terrible loo Ghost act, check Cause ain't nobody never ever said that tech I need a flow whack And that's the reason for baby's mamas No cap, check I read somewhere I had the most top tens on the billboard rap charts When you kill more, a stack start I'm a mill grower at heart And I led my people to the bread I teach you I'm a real lord That part, I got the ill for a fact art But wait a minute, check If you look up T9 history, yo, the data's in it In the game we strange and we gang big things Because we play to win it But the sum of my shit seems invisible's the only way to spin it Kinda like some op wanna try to play me out like I'm Sega Genesis Is this stopping us? Hell no, I got a lot of fans watching us Saying God to us, but it's strange came through the window pane of the mainstream's Oculus It'll leave a lot of rappers with their mouths wide Let the ring when people with their TV route die I'm without cries, cause me and my partner built the empire And we did it on the outside I get quiet, I get quiet Pretty self-explanatory, dude. You know what I mean? Especially with this, the topic we're talking about now. Because if, you, if you're if you not true to yourself or true to you being, you will get sauced up. Uh, that second cut was Tech 9 on the outside. That's a, uh, a direct line of I see the bullshit over there. You guys making money, but I have to be mean. If I have to get mine on the outside of that established entity, then I will, and it can be done. Facts. Has to be. So I wanted to uh, piggyback off of uh, what Brother Mix mentioned in terms of the owners and make the parallel to something that happened uh, maybe half a decade ago or so in the NBA. So in the NBA, uh, there was an owner who acquired a basketball team uh, for about $30 million in the late 80s. 
thirty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, that owner <clears throat> was known to be a racist prior to the incident that lost him as his team. Um, when I say known to be a racist, I mean that he was always tied up into court. Yep. Um, he had terrible stories uh, written about him mm-hmm. in terms of his uh, uh, his treatment towards African Americans in the, in the community uh, that lived in his buildings, things of that nature. Uh, and his wife was no different. Um, that being said, this is what happened that lost him his team. Um, it's crazy how it works, too, how, mentally. So he had a biracial girlfriend. He's Granted, he's married, mm-hmm. but he had a biracial girlfriend maybe a fourth of his age, possibly even a fifth. Um, biracial girlfriend who, who, who's pretty much not, to, not, not much older than a teenager. Uh, she, who identifies as black, at least partially, but identifies as black, recorded a conversation that she had with him or that he had with her because he was chastising her about bringing blacks in words, whatever the case may be, you know, to, to his space. Now, that, like everything else, probably would have been a non-issue. Right. It may have been addressed and swept under the rug, etc. Um, but the Negro that he was talking about was Magic Johnson. Right. A wealthy, franchise-owning African-American himself. More important to the community and his L.A. team than the person you're talking about. Absolutely. They love so, magic. They, they love, love magic. magic. <laughs> so so where where it became an issue is mm. this. Everyone knew, and that's what I mean with the John Gooden situation. It's no different. Like they were aware. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There were plenty of people who were aware who who could have made a call, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um and with this with this particular character, like it was public information. So the reason why it became an issue and the players knew. The players had all types of uncomfortable stories yeah. about when they played for him. Feeling and like they slaves. talked about all of this yeah. after the fact because they felt like they could now. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And they couldn't before because everybody was aware mm-hmm. and nobody was doing anything about it. You know what I mean? Yep. The really reality of the situation is it's not just magic. Who else was a uh, a very beloved African American retired basketball player who owned an NBA franchise? Oh, you talking about one Michael Jeffrey Jordan? Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And 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 to be honest, Magic knew as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael yeah. Jordan knew as well. Yeah. But sometimes when you get paid in the shade, you think, "Oh, they ain't talking about me." Yeah, right. Right. It's different. I'm not black. I'm OJ. I'm not black. I'm OJ. You know okay. What I mean? So 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 when Sterling said them them n words. And was essentially talking about Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and made them feel the type of way. Yeah. Now he has to go. Mm-hmm. And this is the reality of uh, of racism as well. Um, the NBA. Who do you appreciate, honor, and respect more? One of your billionaire owners, or Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan, who are not only billionaires or or semi billionaires. But also worth billions more. Yeah, sure. To you. To, yeah, sure. Absolutely. So it's not that you, it's not even that you even care about them. Yeah. They're worth more to you. Yeah, you know. And so you have to cut your loss. That's right. And let's but look hold at, on. What's what's the loss? How much did he buy the team for? I just mentioned. Oh, that. he did not lose on this he 30, thirty million. He sold it for what one point two billion or something like that. No, no, no. Two billion. Two billion solid. Two it was billion. Like it was something like that. Yeah. That, 
So where, yeah, I said that then. Where is the loss? But here's the counterpoint to that, right? Not counterpoint, but here's the adjacent point. We're to the situation they're talking about, that was what, 2000, that was 2010, 2011, wasn't it? A little later. A little later. A little later. 14, little later. 14, 14, 14 something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, right around then, we're talking about these emails from John Gruden mm-hmm. in that time frame. Same, same time. Same time. Same time, player. Same time. Same, same, same time. Yep. So, their awareness of their behavior, mm-hmm. we can almost solidly say, was around then. True. 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 So, well, what do you what do you do? You have to protect some part of your your image. And the NFL in 2010 was still going through. They've never been on the right side of the image game at all. No. Period. So I I want to say around 2010 is when they were talking about all that. Was the flag? Well, anyway, so much. Wasn't the flag? The flag. The flag was later on. The the flag bullshit was later on. The 2010 2011. Was when concussions was, was a yeah, thing. right. When when again, which Gruden talked about that shit too, right? So he talked about con- concussions and and not wanting to make the game safe or complaining about all the precautions that they were taking to make the mm-hmm. game safer but, but, and how it was going to affect the game. But forty million dollar slaves, yeah. who who are we protecting? It's predominantly African Americans on the field, right? Right. Right. So and why would these are our workers? Like yeah. you trying to tell me I can't whip my? You know what I'm saying? So it's right, like right. It's, it's the disconnect. If if the if the matter was concussions in a, in a different spectrum, he probably would feel different. Yeah. But mm-hmm. because this is generally how we feel about our our our, our slaves, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm just speaking from a standpoint of forty forty million dollar slaves, the book. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a disconnect. Yeah. Absolutely. So with that, it transitions can, uh, perfectly into the point of. So then we have people of prominence of that have platforms. We, we won't even say prominence because prominence uh, implies a reverence or, or respect that this, these people may or may not have. Prominence is the people who uh, knew all of this was going on and, you know, made yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There, are, there are people from our community that are, that are in these positions. Um, they speak every day. They have sports shows. They speak on the same topics day in and day out. Everybody's speaking about this, mm-hmm. right? Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, Max Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson, who was interesting when speaking about this because Keyshawn was calling out Gruden years ago. Mm-hmm. Years ago. Nobody was listening to him. Antonio Brown, too. Years ago, Keyshawn was, this dude ain't it. Nobody listened to him. Now everybody wants to have him on the show. Keyshawn, so you were early on this. This is funny how that happens. So, in Keyshawn being early on this, Keyshawn says something. Keyshawn and uh, Marcus Spears, Ryan Clark, who I fuck with, I fuck with Ryan Clark heavy. Ryan Clark and Marcus Spears, I, I like those guys. I like Marcus Spears. I love Ryan Clark. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's probably one of the few ones that's kind of him and Bomani Jones are just like, okay. hey, man, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I know I ain't got no help. I know y'all ain't going to say shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just here, bro. I'm going to say it. Shout out to Bonamity Ban- 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 Jones. Yeah. I, I, know, I know y'all not going to say shit once I do, but I'm going to say it, right? So it was brought up when the DeMoris uh, Smith comments were brought up. Of course, NFL Live comes on. First Takes comes on. They're like, hey, he should be fired, period. You can't say things like that about a man in his position. Uh, it, it obviously had racial overtones. Mm-hmm. It was obviously... Meant a certain way. Gotta go. Stephen A. Smith not only defends 
John Gruden, but says that he shouldn't be fired. Because at the times oh, that he made man. at the time that he made the comments, he didn't work for the NFL. Well, However, comma but. And not to tell you what I do, I'll tell you what I've done. Once upon a time, I may or may not have worked in the IT field, and I may or may not know something about servers. Mm-hmm. In order for me to get your emails, they must enter my, my, my server. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he was talking to somebody in the NFL, whether he worked for ESPN, whether he worked for UPN. Mm-hmm. Give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah. You was talking to somebody in the, in the NFL because that's the only way they could have got your emails, bro. Mm-hmm. So that 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 goes out the window. They argue with this a debate show, so they argue with him. Stephen A, you're wrong. Woo 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 woo. Right. Fast forward. Kyrie Irving is not playing basketball mm. because he lives in Brooklyn, and New York has a mandate that you have to be vaccinated, fully vaccinated, in order to play. Mm-hmm. Which Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Goes the fuck off. Of course. Go. The same dude that wanted him to retire last year. Goes the fuck off. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a damn. Whoop, 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 whoop. Going off. Strong energy, right? Put a pin in that. Monday comes off. Gruden gets fired. Tuesday come around. You have to do a morning show. Guess how your tone is about John Gruden, who is misogynistic, who is homophobic, and who is possibly racist. Your tone, with, your, your tone with him, well, I don't think he's going to get a job. You're not cussing. You're not fussing. You're not loud. You're not demonstrative. You didn't call him no names. You didn't say he was flaky. None of that. It was, it was very contrived. It was very sincere. It was very calm. It was damn near like you felt sorry for him. It, <laughs> so, Okay. Then we, we go to the next one before we get back to Stephen A. Sunday Night Football, they go to a guy who, from a football perspective and from a man perspective, I, I have an immense amount of respect for. Tony Dungy is what you like to call just a class act. Okay. Very, very respectful. He helped Mike Vick when Mike Vick was going through his situation. He's kind of who they call because he's a very respectable He's a Christian. Christian man, good deacon in your church. Yeah, okay. Just a good old, just a good old Christian man, and and I'm I'm framing it this way because I'm not framing it in in the in the context of he's a step in fetching, mm-hmm. he's a sellout. Mm-hmm. I don't your, think out of that your respect for him. Yeah, you want to give the context of who I he don't is. I don't think that's where he's coming from. <laughs> Stephen A, we we're, we'll have that conversation, but I don't think that's where Tony Dungy is coming from. I think he's being used, and I think they use him for the one thing that they know they can use him for. You're a Christian, you believe in forgiveness, right? Mm. Roll the cameras. See. So we're gonna ask you about John John, uh, John uh, Gruden. What would you do? I would forgive him. I would move on, because that's what we do as Christians. We forgive. Now, mm. forgetting the fact that in our society, in in our system, the only way it works is accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the only way this yeah. thing works. Yeah. If you murder, you go to jail. You know why? Because if you murder and get away with it, you'll murder again. Mm-hmm. Or it gives somebody else the right to murder. So if John Gruden is not punished for his stupidity, because you did this on an NFL server, mm-hmm. so you're not very smart, for his lack of awareness, for his viewpoints, for everything that he's did, if, he, if he's not punished for that, how do you punish anybody else that does anything like that? How? If we forgive and forget and move on, 
How do you punish anybody? Because it's going to happen again. Oh, sure as yeah, I sit I'm here, sure. we go through yeah. the 650,000 emails, the next guy is coming. Your, your head will be on I, the stage. I think someone else already like resigned, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think didn't, uh, didn't the, uh, the person supposed to replace Gruden almost step down too? Yeah, because no, no. I'm, I'm referencing somebody, I think, with a different team altogether. Oh, oh, oh. So I want us to keep those two in context because I want to talk about Stephen A first before we talk about the Tony Dungies of the world. Mm. Because I want to give context in, in this light. Shooting happens. Unarmed black kid is killed. Think about the two people that I just named. Mm-hmm. You want to know who they're equivalent to? Candace Owens always seems to find her way to a camera and a mic mm-hmm. and always seems to give a perspective that is pro whatever the fuck we're against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. I don't give a fuck what it is. Yep. Pro, she could agree with, because she even said with George Floyd, I agree that he shouldn't have been killed, but he's a criminal and he shouldn't have been killed. Bitch, what? All right. And okay. then, and then the, the counter, the equivalency. Bokum John. Sleep in his apartment. Mm-hmm. Somebody decides to break in and kill him because it was my apartment. Brother hugs her during the trial. Judge hugs her. Judge hugs also, her the bailiff during the, during the trial. The bailiff. Know what they all had in common? My Hugh. Yeah. Houseway. Yeah. You see this, and that's why I wanted to make the comparison and, and the kind of paint the picture for you. I, I, Every time it never fails in any situation of racism and extreme racism, we always have the forgiver and the excuse maker. I know we were putting a pin in the forgivers specifically, <laughs> but we can't. But I, just both. Wanna, I, I just want to address the forgivers out there in the world. Um, I was raised as uh, I was not raised in church, hmm. but I will say that I was raised as a Christian de facto. I mean, most African Americans were. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, what does forgiveness have to do with accountability? That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. This one, why on your way to accountability in in your examples that you give me that you have to go through a whitewashing? I don't process. have to harbor because forgiveness is me harboring negative energy. Right? You know what I'm saying? I don't have to and need to carry this nonsense around. You know what I'm saying? Going forward at all, but you need to pay your debt. And sometimes your debt is your life. What's mm-hmm. do is do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's do is do. Me forgive you ain't got nothing to do with that, brother. Not, not shit. Mm-hmm. I can forgive you in the electric chair. Yeah, that's real. Not shit. But black folks, black community, because that's where we that's where we're from, and that's what we talk about. That's what we were trained. That's, that's what we were <laughs> trained in. in, in, in exactly. Yeah. So we got to touch on that. We got to touch on why those two seem to always pop up. I mean, what, so what is your opinion on why those two specifically are, never fucking fails, that train is a coming? Let me tell you why. <laughs> same reason. <laughs> same reason why when an incident goes down, uh, the least... How do I say this? When an incident goes down, the last person you want on the camera is the first person on camera. Mm. It's mm. the exact same reason. We don't control the media. Right. They know who they want to interview on certain subjects and topics. In fact, they hired most of these people. They have them on staff for when these incidents arise. I allow you to eat and do your thing in the meantime. Mm -hmm. But your time comes ever so often. I'm going to throw you right on the camera, Stephen A. You know what I mean? Right. And then then they get to the point where they see it coming or know the protocol and have the book ready when it comes out. Because look how how ridiculous it looks. And and, and, and half the time, 
if they do want to give the platform to a a a a brother or sister who has their sense and has their damn head on their shoulders, they're going to put the other person on op- on the opposite side of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. To try to cause division and confusion amongst the African Americans at home. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because if uh, that's actually that's an absolutely great point. Because the one thing that we can never the one thing they don't want us to do on any topic is unify under one basic cause. Mm. Stop. No. Say that again. That the one Slow thing they don't want us to do is unify under one basic cause. What they want to do is make sure we put our own personal opinions, feelings, into the situation to drive wherever they want to go. Mm-hmm. Instead of us being absent of that, and like you said, Ray, we're just talk- we're talking about accountability. Again, That's the it. fight for human rights. That's it. That's just accountability. And I don't really need to get along with you personally. To say, hey, as black folks, this is what's happening all the time. So, let's, you know, whether you think, you know, as a black person, Trump was the greatest or not, that's not the point. Mm-hmm. The point is that we have to come together and push these type of things forward because we we keep bringing this up. We have the example of what that does with the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. We have what it does. They with have the, the Jewish blueprint. community. They, yeah, they have the blueprint and they hold it. <laughs> but for some reason, when it's our time to do that, we all, we got to come with these opinions, and as always, they fi- it's, bruh, it's always find one. It's they always, find one, one, but it's always going to be the master is never wrong. Create. Cats well, out there, what, and, what and prop, you wasn't say and prop when, them up when 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 there isn't a door, they'll, they'll cut one. Yeah, yeah, they'll cut one. Yeah. And, they, and they always prop them up and give them. So, I want to make this point to to the question I was asking to kind of lead us to where I think we're trying to go. There's no coincidence why Stephen A. has the platform that he does. No. no. There's no coincidence why Candace Owens has the platform that no. she does. It's no coincidence that Van Jones has the platform. And we can keep going. You want me to keep calling motherfuckers out? I can't. I have no problem with it. Because what is more detrimental than someone who stands opposed to us is someone who pretends to be for us mm-hmm. standing opposed to us. Because they will say it's in the greater good and in the greater interest of the black community. Every time they will give the justification that, well, if we do this, this mm. is going to make us better. Mm. And it's never to look at the system or to look at the, the perpetrators within this mm-hmm. system to call them to account for what they've done. Well, it's, it's also never to flip the table. Ever. Ever. Yeah. So Stephen A. is not stupid. I'm not saying... The quote that we said off air that needs to be said on air. His quote was, I wake up every day and I try to figure out how to make my boss's money. Second part of the quote, then I try and get me some. That is the mentality of the person that you're dealing with. And who, and right. who is his boss? However you want to say it, you, I can tell you who is not. But who, yeah, <laughs> I right, mean, you don't have to right. answer the question. I'm just right, saying. Right. I know who is not. Right. See, so when you keep that in mind, so, so then, keep that in your mind. Whenever he speaks on people from his community, you see the difference in tone. Yeah. Because you, in his mind, don't, repre- don't, don't pay him. Right. You don't pay me. No. So I don't have to represent for you. Not only I don't do have you not to pay me, but I was brought on board to do this. Yeah. Right. I was brought, I was brought on board I was brought to talk here. about you. I was and brought on here face. to talk about you. It, yeah. it, and, and, and the interesting thing is, all right, so let me, let me, give, you, let me give you the smoke and mirrors. Okay. In the beginning, it didn't take me long. I was off the Stephen A. train. I, I wouldn't call it a train, but I oh, wasn't, I wasn't rocking balls. with him very early. Very yeah, early. Me, but let me, tell you what, let me tell you where the confusion was. The reason why African Americans took to Stephen A. 
in the beginning, black men in particular, is because we thought we identified with them. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. saw that barbershop passion and energy, that enthusiasm. And when I get passionate about a topic, I go here, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. You know, our sisters think that we we arguing about the fight. No, we just talking about sports. Yeah, you know right, what I'm right. But, but, but no, Red, we cool. But Red, he had on the uniform. So here's what else he had. He's from New York City. Mm -hmm. He's from Queens. Mm -hmm. He went to an HBCU. He covered the 76ers during Allen Iverson stuff. He, he yeah. covered Allen Iverson. Everything you look on, on, on the page, you're like, yeah, this. you can't come from that and be him. Oh, that's a strong point because. That's what we're thinking. Yeah, now, thinking, we, know we, all, we, <laughs> we know better. We know better. You also got to throw in the one thing, the vernacular. You know what I'm saying? The vernacular. At, the, at the time, it was like, man, this brother is very educated. You know what I'm saying? He has... Uh, strong vernacular. Man. And once you got past that, though, you really realized he spent a long time breaking down a bunch of nothing. But 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 nothing. God, but and God, bless, but God blessed shit. the dead. God blessed the dead, and he stood on the shoulders oh, of Stuart Scott. Stuart Scott was oh, there. He yeah, stood on the yeah, shoulders yeah, of Stuart. I don't give a fuck what that's, you say. He stood on the shoulders of Stuart Scott. Now, Stuart, Stuart Scott, Scott was legit. Yeah, was legit. He was talking about. Game changing, representing for us, putting his light, and Stephen they say making his bosses money. That that Stewart Scott was a totally different situation. Right, he made sure that he brought us with him every step of the way. Right. you see what I'm saying? Stewart Scott would adjust his tie and say booyah. You know what I'm <laughs> like, he knew where he was at. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? I, I'm gonna take her this, and I'm gonna take her that. You yeah, know what I mean, I, mean, I got to play when you I see him you. in the streets. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? that type of deal. cool as the other side of the pillow. <laughs> Now, yeah. now, 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 exactly. Now, where where I got off the train early with Stephen A. was the exact same reason why we thought he was one of us to begin with. Come mm -hmm. on. What I saw was, bro, this is an act. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And what I yeah. mean is that this is a part of who you are. Probably, I'm assuming so. It was it was there to begin with. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But being that this is also who I am, I'm like all oh, that extra on the end. That's unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? You're doing that for a reason. You know right. what I mean? You're doing that for the pay. You're doing mm -hmm. that. And then as time went on and he started to talk about any, any racial topic, mm -hmm. any, 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 any CNN, any national coverage topic, um, he has he, never he had, had a strong a stance. Yeah, he's never had yeah. a strong stance. Yeah. yeah. I, I, while you were saying it, I was thinking to myself, I was, while you were trying to say it, I was trying to come in my head and go, has he ever stood strong in any topic mm -mm. that had to do with us? He's like no. strong he's in it to where stood. it would have got, it, it would have got uncomfortable. He's only stood strongly against us yeah. on any topic. Yeah, I mean, he has no problem doing that. You know what? Is, you know what the his gauge is, his his measurement is. As long as he doesn't go full Jason Whitlock, I think he's okay. But still, even and, when and he and they're the same, they're twins. They're, 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 but, they're, but, to but, me, honestly, and, honestly, and to me, and, and to me, the difference between Jason Whitlock and him is Jason Whitlock believes what he's saying. That, okay, I'll go believe with that. He yeah. believes yeah. what he's saying. Yeah, I would definitely. He believes that. that what yeah. he's saying is 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 actually has value and merit to the black community. Stephen A, to your point, is a character mm -hmm. playing a character. He's just a dude <laughs> to get a dude to, to get dude. the money, and then will look at you in your eye. He's the type of cat that, when you come with facts and and character and morals, he'll hit you with. But I got more money. Yeah, oh, that's for he's sure. that guy. But yeah. I but I'm getting paid yeah. though, and I mean, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm getting paid. Paid though. analyst. 
I want to say in sports, period. He across probably, all platforms. Probably. No. He, de- he definitely has the biggest but he's voice. Close. And he's, what's fucked up about it? Who, who, and what's fucked up about it? You know who is? Skip. Skip. Mm, and you know what I Skip does? It. One fucking show. Yep. It's 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 agreed. But but they started. It's a fucking agreed. No, when, but Stephen A has nineteen shows. See, even the way that they treat Stephen A. I think he can, I think he make nineteen million a year. Yeah. Really? If Stephen A. For what he does for ESPN is grossly underpaid. Oh. So I looked it up at the top paid and and I thought just like everybody else thought because I think it's at eleven mil. I thought just like everybody else. Oh man, he has to be far and away the highest paid. He's on. He does the finals. He does a morning show. Mm-hmm. He used to do Get Up. Yeah. He used to do a version of Sto- Sports Center. What you're talking about. And he traveled. Skip gets up at 4.30 in the morning, does two hours, takes his ass home, same $12 million. He talks about two people. LeBron <laughs> and the same Cowboys. LeBron and the Cowboys. Exactly. That's, that's all he talks about. But, though, but, I mean, it's LeBron and it's the Cowboys. Cowboys. Right. You know that's you know all you need saying? to talk about. But but I'll oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to take a quick break before we get into uh, uh, this next topic, man. Um, as always, follow us. On IG and what we're doing, STL the movement on all social media. Uh, check us out. Let us know what you think. We'll be right back. This is what we're doing. This ain't for everybody. Y'all know who y'all are. Yeah, you. You know who you are. These are our heroes. Haha. <laughs> Let's hear it, one for the coons on UPN 9 and WB Who, yes, master on TV Whatever happened to Wheezy? The Red Foxes never got Emmys but were real to me Let's hear it, too, for the spooks who do cartwheels Cause they said they played their parts well Now they claim caviar, hate that oxtail Lambda Sigma five badge on lapel Why do you always tell him, ooh, he speaks so well Are you the one we look to, the decent Negro? The acceptable Negro, hell nah But they say, these are our heroes uh, Master used to breed us to be bigger To go play, athletes of today In the NBA, make me proud But there's something they don't say Keep getting accused for abusing white pussy From OJ to Kobe uh, Let's call him Tobey First he played his life cool, just like Michael Now he rock ice too, just like I do Yo, you can't do better than that The hotel clerk who'd adjust the bathroom mat Now you lose sponsorships that you thought had your back Yeah, you beat the rap, jigaboo, fake nigga you You turn around, then you shit on Shaq Who would've knew? Mr. Goody Two-Shoes He love a little butt crack Got enough cash, little kids with they bus pass Who look up to you to do something for the youth Stupid spoof, but you let them use you as an example They would rep, but our heroes got their hands full Let's hear it, one for the coon on UPN 9 and WB Who yes, Massa on TV Whatever happened to Wheezy The Red Foxes Never got Emmys but were real to me Let's hear it too for the spooks Who do cartwheels Cause they said they played their parts well Now they claim caviar Hate that oxtail Lambda Sigma 5 badge on lapel Why do you always tell them Ooh, he speaks so well Are you the one we look to The decent Negro The acceptable Negro Hell nah But they say These are our heroes you homie the clown, bow tie, apple pie, bojangles But we love bojangles, we know what he came through But what's your excuse, dude? You talk black, but your albums sound like you give your nuts for a plaque You don't ride for the facts like, um, say Scarface You don't know what you feel, y'all too safe Election done came and went, y'all worked so hard for it <laughs> And in the end, we all got dicked These are our heroes, thanks a lot Public school system still rot, still harassed by 
by cops, snitches on blocks, selling they peoples out. Some real folks with clout, Tavis Smiley, Michael Eric Dyson, Stokely Carmichael, let's try to be like them. Nikki Giovanni, poetical black female. Jim Brown to the people who sing well from Fela to Miriam Makiba. The mirror says you are the next American leader. So don't be accepting new we are the world records. He's picking and he's get with anything to sell records. Cause it's trendy to be the conscious MC. But next year, who knows what we'll see. <laughs> These are our heroes. Let's hear it. One for the coons on UPN9 and WB. Who, yes, master on TV. Whatever happened to Weezy? The Red Foxes never got Emmys, but were real to me. Let's hear it too for the spooks who do cartwheels. Cause they said they played their parts well. Now they claim caviar, hate that oxtail. Lambda Sigma five badge on lapel. Why do you always tell them, ooh, he speaks so well? Are you the one we look to, the decent Negro? The acceptable Negro? Hell nah. But they say these are our heroes. Yeah, I wanna give a special shout out to the, you know, the crew doing their thing out there, repping us hard. Big up to Tiger Woods. Yeah, you don't stop. Big up to Cuba Gooden Jr. You know, yeah, you know. Tay Diggs, what up, my nigga? Yeah, ha ha. And you don't quit, and you don't quit, and you don't stop, and you don't quit. I'm out of here. Please, excuse me, excuse me, please. Let me get to my limousine. I'm out of here. I know I got a plane to catch. And I love you back. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah. And I'm out of here. Peace. Look me in my eyes. Tell me what you see. Do you think I'm crazy? Chance to pick my brain. Now explain what's up with all these nightmares. It's long 
trick, diagnosed by sick. I give you time to think. Okay, your time is up. Now analyze my life. Please remove your glasses. Look me in my eyes. You seem to be confused. I'm ready to fall off the sofa. Put back on my shoes because the session's over. I headed for the door. He stopped me in my tracks. He said he had an answer. He told me to come back. Then he spoke to Booker Matthew. Then he spoke to Booker Luke. But he stopped the revelations. But he just spoke the truth and told me all my answers. I was fighting this book. If I just stopped and looked, if I just stopped and looked, he told me to seek and he who seeks he shall find. And he put back on his glass and he looked me in my eyes. So what we do in the last two songs That first one was that Nas These are our heroes That pretty much nailed everything we've been talking about, talking about the, the whole thing You know what I'm saying And I give props That's why this is a three man operation Because I never really played that song Because of how fuck with Nas But you guys nail on that one You know what I'm talking about And Nas, like, we, well, like we said brother Nas has his Same yeah. way E-Feezy Fonzarelli has his, has his role in hip hop And that's the thing we love about hip hop. Everybody got their role. You know what I'm saying? saying? You may not like the lane that they in, even with some of the younger artists. But when they in their lane, hey. they in their bag, they in their bag. When, me, when it comes to this shit, Nas is in his bag. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me say this. Every tooth has its purpose. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. Yep. I heard that. That second and, one oof. was that Scarface Man. looking. Look me in my eyes, which is a lost art that, these days. That gives me chills. I, that was mine right there, and I want to talk about that. The reason why I want to talk about that is... It just seems like Face went in the booth and just let it all go. Like, he just let loose and just was like, he was the first to explain hip-hop in a way to where he said, it's a coded language for us. Mm-hmm. It's a coded language for us. It's to speak to the people who comes from the struggles that we come from. And when he broke it down like that, I was like, absolutely. Yeah. So you damn near feel betrayed when people go outside of us mm-hmm. and share this, share our, our secrets with others mm-hmm. to try and endear themselves to the other side. Even to that point, though, even when they try to do that, you're still not hitting all of them. You're still of missing not. a bunch of it. Of course you're not. Because, because, then they, because they're not connected to the culture. Right. So they always sound crazy when they speak on it, culture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we were just, that leads directly in what we were speaking on. We were speaking on... Uh, um, the, the the two kind of personalities that we always get when when issues like this happen, uh, John Gruden says some some has some emails, very insensitive things that were said. He pretty much offended everybody, and there were two types of black folks that kind of came out. There were the apologist, and there were the forget forgive him. Mm-hmm. So the apologist may have said later on when groupthink said that it was wrong. Groupthink, yep. When group yep. thinks said, yep, that's, it's I wrong. Feel like that's a then they then they always then they always come and say, yeah, it's wrong. Th- thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you for that. Uh, you blessed me with that because that's something that I wanted to make sure I brought up on this podcast. 
and as many podcasts as I can going forward. Um, <laughs> that's a huge issue mm-hmm. with black men right now, yep. in my opinion. Yep. Now, granted, with with Stephen A. and those particular individuals, when mm-hmm. they're paid to do it, et cetera, et cetera, that's that's somewhat different. It's 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 more offensive. I want to talk to the brothers who are doing it out of fear. Okay. Because right. what I speak to is I speak to, I'm going to keep it frank, uh, a lot of cowardice I see. Oh, Woo! Black men practice cowardice frequently right now in social media. Absolutely. Because we're so accustomed to being under the gun that we want to do anything but bring attention to ourselves. Okay, yeah. So when our sisters need help, when our brothers need help, when something, it, we're going to apologize about it all. We're going to say, no, it's, you got to look at this way. Love is love. You got whatever, whatever we need to say, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that we're not associated with it. You right, know what I'm right. That's Absolutely. where a lot of us are, and we Absolutely. can't beat her. Yeah. Our, community does not, our community cannot prosper. It cannot get back on track if we live in this fearful space. Absolutely. Especially when, we're, like you say, we're the only ones that go to that, that mentality first. You know what I'm saying? A lot of situations, you get back into that. The John Gruden yeah. thing. He came out strong. You know what I'm saying? But as it came came to light, he got backed into you know a cowardice move. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and what did we say? We, we said every, everybody we named thus far was a black male mm-hmm. who did that. And who does this? Right. So okay. So See, so again, that brings us right where we yeah, at. So yeah. we're talking about these these kind of prevalent folks because I want to kind of wrap. The Stephen A. mentality. I want to get into this Tony Dungy. So with the Stephen A. Um, mentality, that kind of really just just sets a fire in Marcellus Wiley too. Um, it, like we can keep going because we were talking about because um, I don't even speak that fucker's name, uh, Whitlock. Yeah, I don't even speak his name yeah. because I don't I don't consider what he does uh, relevant. No, I don't consider what he does. Uh, of importance to our community yeah, because he, he to me he just does it strictly because uh he he's a contrarian and some people are contrarians because it's fun yeah everybody thinks this way i'm gonna think this way and then i'm gonna stand firmly in the way that i think then i'm gonna justify it because i just want to win the argument i don't care either way yeah, you, I just want to win the argument. Mm-hmm. I just want to sway you to my side of the argument. And, so and, you have a bunch of these cats running around that want to sway you to their side of the argument when we have higher stakes that we're playing for, and he he's trying to win the argument. And a lot of contra- a lot of contrarians um, just want the attention. Yeah, right. They, they and, that's no right. To get and that's too. And that's too. So when yep. they took the attention, when they when he went away from Fox Sports uh, One, oh, and they put so Marcelli Wally. Yeah, he left. Oh, okay. And so they got Marcelli Wally and uh, Emmanuel Acho on there. Um, I'm trying to figure out Alcho. I like him right mm-hmm. now, but I'm trying to figure him out a little bit. Uh, Wiley is a contrarian, and I think that his thing is uh, very pull your pants up. Yeah, okay. Ve- sure. Very, I went sure. to Columbia. Very, I made it, you can too. Mm-hmm. I'm from South Central. Why can't you get through it? Mm-hmm. Very pull your pants up. And we have those people in the black community as well. So... The danger to these folks, to these folks having these platforms and speaking the way that they do, is that they do have the ear of white America. Yeah, oh, yeah. And white America sincerely takes actual stock into what they say and will justify it as gospel because in their minds, 
it already justifies what I think. I'm just looking for somebody to agree with me. Or what yeah. I'm doing, or, or it takes the pressure off of me to, yeah. to not... I'm just looking for somebody to agree with me. And they black? Yes, you. Mm-hmm. You. Hold on. Wow. Come on. When I say when I said that, <laughs> when I said that when they bring two African Americans on the show with opposing views, mm-hmm. they're doing it for the black audience. Of course. Yeah. But when they bring them on individually, it is for the white audience. Absolutely. That's why they got the job. You know, and it's also this is the part that gets me Ooh. is they 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 That's use why they got the job. right, but they use that same that whatever that person that on here personally said, and then try to tell me about it because they got it from them. So now they think that it's a conversation they're on the right side of talking to me with the same regurgitation they just got from there. Now knowing that you don't even know that's bullshit to begin with, and the fact that you're trying to bring to me to show how enlightened you are makes you look dimmer than I even thought you were. So great point. Didn't think about that. Second great point that I didn't think about. You do realize first take, they got rid of Max Kellerman. Steve, now, they got rid of yeah, Max yeah. Kellerman. Funny thing is, when it comes to these issues, what side of the fence is Max usually on? The black the right folks. Side. <laughs> the correct side. You know what I'm saying? So and that's, and you, that's... Take away the, you take away the opposing view. Mm-hmm. I take that away. Can't have you on there no mm-hmm. more. Can't have you talking, doing the shit that you're doing. Cannot have it. You're making me look bad. You're Some... making me look bad in my community. There you go. You're making me look the, bad in my community. A lot of people believe that Max Kell- Stephen A. got rid of Max Kellerman because of... Because Max Kellerman was received as more African American than Stephen. That's what I'm going with it. That's a, so if you if Absolutely. if the if the ESPN bosses say we're, you, we have this spokesman for the black community going against you know somebody supposed of uh, the most dominant community mm-hmm. and the dynamic shift when most people want to see Max Kellerman shut Stephen A. Smith down, what does that do for Stephen A.'s progression? It almost stunts. And, and, and let me and let me say this too. Um, Max Kellerman does not. He doesn't. There are a lot of different things that Max Kellerman does not know. Yeah, oh, sure. absolutely. But what he does know, he knows. Mm-hmm. And Stephen A. Smith knows nothing besides step and fetching. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about any sport. Yeah, like, I agree. Like, like, I he's agree. not. He's not a top tier in any sport in terms of analysts. No, no. Mm-mm. He knows the players, not the game. But Ooh, that, that's that's that's, that's, that's what we're going into. But on the other side, what we're getting into is like you're saying, the forgiver. The forgiver. We got because we got to touch on these. So we were talking about off off air, and we got to get it on air. I've always wondered why there haven't been any real critiques of Tony Dungy. I understand that he's a very respected coach, very respected man, very revered man. Class act. He has a coaching tree. Tomlin, a bunch of other black coaches have come off that tree. Carwell. Um, folks have came off of the Tony Dungy coaching tree. If you know anything about football, yeah. But before we even put the cuffs on, Tony Dungy is saying forgive somebody. The problem with Tony Dungy saying forgive somebody is not the forgiveness. It's the fact that we don't even hold anybody accountable before. It's, 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 before we even hold anybody accountable, he has already softened the blow of... You talked yeah. about Brother Gene's uh, 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 family. Yeah. And... Before she was sentenced. Before she was sentenced. Mm-hmm. Them forgiving her. Yeah. Right. Before she even got to go and, you know what I'm saying? Before yep. she even got to go and get what was what was coming to her. She didn't even pass go. Yeah, right. We, like we, we didn't already, we didn't so, already forgave her. And, so, and, and, and so, now the pro, so now the question is, how do we critique? How do we 
I want I don't want to say get rid of, but how do we talk to those brothers and sisters with that just that forgiveness Christian gene that they just want to they want they just have to. So, so this is this is my belief on that, right? Tony Dungeon to me, as respected as the football mind, mm-hmm. I think he's a very he, I think he's a detriment to the progress of the NFL. You know what I'm mm-hmm. Look at his coaching tree. Mm-hmm. Tomlin, mm-hmm. Caldwell, mm-hmm. All, all good coaches. Mm-hmm. But what will they not do under any circumstance? Rock the boat. Not going to do it. Because they came under Tony. Because Tony don't right. rock the boat. That's what I'm saying. So if we, Tony don't rock if the, the only the only thick way that you're going to get one of these 32 t- jobs, really, we're talking about four about four jobs a year of the worst teams. And when you're the worst, that's when they want to give a black man. The, the coaching job, the, 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 yeah, the, the, the opportunity, the opportunity, the opportunity. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but the only way to get one of these limited jobs is to a know your know your sport, know your game, mm-hmm. but don't rock the boat. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? And if if you, for some reason you you rock the boat, go talk to Tony Dungy. He'll smooth it out. Mm-hmm. That's the part I don't like. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Not the man, the system in which he represents. So when you were talking you, you, about, you know how true that is. Like you know how true that is. You oh y'all both old enough to remember who Michael Vick was before he went to jail. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember who he was when he went oh, was shit. in jail. Yeah, buddy. When he came out. When he came Ooh. out, he was castrated. Yeah. And not only castrated, he I heard probably one of my favorite players of all time say that Colin Kaepernick shouldn't have braids. Nigga, what you had braids? When, when, when we talk about when we talk <laughs> what about, the fuck? When, when we go down that path, I was about to joke about the ignorance, but when we go back down that path of of whether or not a Gucci Man was cloned, <laughs> okay, that Michael Vick that came out of prison, I don't know that guy. Yeah, oh, not at all. I don't. I don't. If it wasn't same person, if I didn't watch him play football, that game he had mm-hmm. as an eagle and really ball out, I would. I would have been on board with you. Mm-hmm. But I watched him ball, and I'm like, nah, that's still Michael Vick. But who gave you the lobotomy? Lobotomy. I'm about to say you know what I'm saying? Who gave you the lobotomy, lobotomy bro? And why? why? This is the other part. But it's right? t- but it's t- but we can't forget it. We gotta stay where you mm-hmm. at. To your point, I didn't even think about mm-hmm. that. Go talk to Tony. Go talk to Tony. Tony gonna get you together. Then you come back and talk Tony to Tony. Tony gonna rock you to sleep while we lobotomize you. Bruh. Next come thing, on, speak on it. Next thing you know, I'm trying to shake your hand and you giving me a pound. <laughs> <laughs> For real, well, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like and you, then you, you get into this managerial candidate mode because as soon as you step on the field, it all comes back. You know, I got it. This is me. I'm. It's me out here. But as soon as you step off, the light dims. When a soldier, you what? what uh, all that on that bulldogs? I'm gonna go give me some Kool Aid. You know what I'm saying? That's ex- <laughs> that's exactly how it be. And that's why when you said when you went through uh, your respect for Tony Dungeon, I was like, as the man, sure, yeah. I I agree mm-hmm. with you. But we got, but we but got as, as, rep- as the weapon, as the weapon, though, as, as the woo! representative of the system. You know what I'm saying? That's when my critique happens. We're we going to get deep on a Sunday. You know what I'm saying? We That's gonna, when let, my critique let, let, happens. Let me straighten you know up I mean? myself. We're going to get deep on it and say he said as the weapon. As the weapon because that's as exactly what it is. Matter of fact, the uh, the number one uh, Tony Dunny disciple, uh, Mike Tomlin, even got the stone face down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You can't even get him to flinch on the topic. You know what I'm saying? The he crazy did. part about it is I 1,000%, I, I, you know, I pushed away from the table, Marshawn Lynch, Super Bowl, uh, when they threw the ball twice, second goal, third and goal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And and it wasn't because of that in isolation. It was everything else we've been talking about. Yeah. And it's like I, I don't really. You talking about you talking about uh, Patriots in. Uh... Uh, Seattle. Uh, Seahawks. Oh yeah, that that was yeah. a real that deep was my last game. I, when no, that I was that. when that was because that was a narrative. Yeah. That was a narrative move. I that was a narrative that. move. It that definitely was. Narrative was. They it, was it, trying it, to, it was just so much residue. I'm like, okay, yeah. this, that's enough. That's a good part. That's, that's a good time to go. Yeah. That was um, a good time to go. But where I was going with it was that. Uh, so I, I'm saying that a lot may have happened with Mike Tomlin since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the outside looking in, from my personal opinion, I 1,000 percent believe that Mike Tomlin is a black man on the inside. Oh, for sure. But like you stated, that so that's the point. So the point, so to point to to what you're saying is, I see it in him. Mm-hmm. He wants to say it. Mm-hmm. He's dying to say it. Mm-hmm. If you push him, he gonna say it. But he comes from the school of I can't. Right. I can't, I'm not supposed to. And okay, and I, I got even... I got to keep the job so I can help from within. Mm-hmm. Because if I rock the boat, then I'm gonna lose the the. The prominence, or I'm gonna lose the position that I'm in to be able to help. I gotta keep the job so I can work from within. Working from within, fixing from within has been the biggest NyQuil pill that's mm. been fed to our community for so long. Mm. And then mm. we're so blind mm. that sometimes, and I spoke to some peers and some family about this, sometimes we don't see that when a travesty happens or whatever the case may be. And a African American fireball, just male or woman in the community, just becomes this big ass ball of energy, and it becomes like, oh, this might be a problem. Mm-hmm. What happens? They approach him, bring him into politics. They approach him, bring him into the police force, bring him into media, bring him into you can you know what that passion you can get some things changed on the yeah, inside. Right. And guess what? 90% of the motherfuckers who came to the inside mm-hmm. before you had the exact same mentality. Yep. And it's exactly, that, that's not what so, it's for. So, so it's let me actually, go to you. You're actually being brought in. Say it, but bring it to me. Because okay, I got to speak on it. Say being, it and bring it to me. You're being defamed. That's what I'm talking about. So, this is it. And I get the general point of it all. But when we're talking about Tom specifically, he's in the one organization that has been pushing for change in a lot of spots throughout the NFL history. You know what I'm saying? The Steelers have had two coaches in 30 years. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rooney Rule to make sure that African Americans mm-hmm. are getting at least the uh, interviews and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you would think there's one guy in a position to sway one way or the other is Tomlin, because mm-hmm. you would think he would have support from his ownership, beings that they are like that anyway, and mm-hmm. they have had success. Whether they have gone to the Super Bowl or not, they are, are they are a perennial playoff team by just in the in the, in the talks. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, what they go down there undefeated and got dropped off in the playoffs, but that's not even the point. The point is they were looking like what they were supposed to look like during the season. So if the organization trusts you to keep them on the winning edge, they are the one team that are at least you know doing what they have to do to you know push diversity and change. Why would you still feel like you have to be so docile? I I, I think I think he feels that way. Be, or let me put it this way: I have. That doesn't have to be Mike Tomlin's fight, in my opinion. Okay. But it has to be his war. So I, I might not be the person who says, okay, let me put my job and my livelihood in this particular space on the line for this cause, whatever, whatever. Like, bro, the war, the cause in general, I may be 100% for. This might may not be my particular avenue. Mm. There's, there's definitely a, it's an avenue for somebody. You know what I'm saying? It may not be his. And so I'm not judging him. I'm not judging why... He bites his tongue on these certain things in this particular space. 
because um, I don't know him well enough to know what he's doing outside sure, of that. Sure. So, so to to because I know we got to take a break. We up against it. Um, make it real plain and simple. To your point, um, a book that you've read, I've read, we've read, or we've mentioned. If you haven't read it, go read it. The Spook that sat by the door. Oh yeah, I've read, so, definitely read it. Um, with the Spook that sat by the door, he was he had a certain energy that he entered with mm-hmm. and he left with. It is extremely hard unless you have been trained, taught, bred to be that Mm. and walking to the room and remain that while you're to to act as act as an ally, but think as a spy. Mm -hmm. One of the 48 laws of power Mm -hmm. to be that and can and maintain that when you're within these walls. Very, very hard to do unless you've been bred and, and built to do it. One. Yeah. Two, not to get too specific, I was in the, middle, I was in the Air Force. We had a process called reblowing. Mm-hmm. Know what reblowing is? Reblowing is when we send you through a professional development course because you forgot what it felt like to be Air Force, mm. to be blue. Not black, not white, not green, you're blue. Mm. So we reblew you. Hmm. So what they do with this fire and this passion and this intensity that you have is that eventually after you leave basic training and you leave tech school and you go to your first base, you're going to become, you're going to be who you always were. Mm-hmm. So if you was a nigga from New York, you're going to be a nigga from New York again. Mm-hmm. Cause that's who you are. Right. You was, you was a nigga from New York long before you was Sergeant such and such or airman such and such. Yeah, yeah. So what they have to do is every now and again, they got to send you through training to give you back to the core values that we believe so we can turn you into what we need you to become. Mm-hmm. So what they do is, because they know that it works, the training works. You're, Facts. You have this mic in front of you. You are saying very um, explosive things, true things, volatile things. You're starting to get a following. So the plan then becomes politics. Mm-hmm. We're going to make you a politician because we need to re-blue you. Because we're gonna guess make what, guess what's not gonna change? Yeah, politics. Right, 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 right. So, politics ain't gonna change. Exactly. The police department ain't gonna change. None of that other shit that we're gonna bring you into ain't gonna change. Mm-hmm. But you are. Because so, it's an entire system. It's an entire built around it. So, so what's more likely to change? You changing it as an individual, or it changing you as an individual? Right? And man, right there, that's 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 a real point. We're gonna take a break on that. Let that sit on your spirit, like we say around here, like Country Wayne. This is what we do. We'll be right back. Never cross my mind and I'll never go broke. I promise I'm a 
shine Never come short on my issue I'm on it every time And I'll never be passing You better give me mine It's my money And I want it every motherfucking dime no, Never forget all my struggles in the past And I could never forget how to hustle for my cash And I will never forget how I felt when I saw Brad Take that first breath And from then I knew I had the mass And it could never be said I would I like a hoe Never been punk with my home. 
homies barbecue them wings. Sip Hennessy and Coke, cause I don't fuck with drinks. Don't pop pills either, cause that shit ain't cool. We just drunk a mad dog before we went to school. Flip up back then, I was smashing boys. Jump wrong, you saw a nigga get his ass destroyed. Same hoes right now, I demand respect. And if I slap one hoe, then a man was next. I'm a kick dough robber, a hot shot driver, a crack rock slanging motherfucker for a dollar. If it's there to be made, then I'm finna make it. But if it ain't no way, then believe I'm finna take it. Cause a nigga with no hustle in it worth his jack. And a bitch like this is even worse than that. I be good bullshitting with this gang can cost. And if a nigga can't maintain, man, he lost. He a nerd and he fuck nerds in jail, I heard. And as a nigga, I come in here with my balls word. I've been straight for a long time. Getting cake for a long time. Me and Jay for a long time. Nigga, I'm trying to get my head. In the street for a long time. In the street for a long time. Total heat for a long time. Nigga, I'm trying to get my head. Cuts, man, but Scarface never that really put it on point. Everything we've been talking about this past these past two hours, uh, like I was saying off offline, I, for some dumb reason I skipped that album. I need to definitely go back and get that. Uh, that second that second song was after, off that same album, the Big Dog Status by Wacko. Man, he was Scarface was on his bag on that one, and he definitely keep it keep it faced, if you will. Yeah, principles, principalities, as mm. they would say. Yeah, yeah, all of that, <laughs> which. Which brings us all back to what we've been talking about with John Gruden all and the his homophobic, bigoted remarks and the the bigger system that he represents, man. And we done broke down a lot of the, the lot of weaponizing used in this in this whole system, the, the the way he was had to be taken out. You know what I'm saying? But as we talk about a lot on this show, this is still just a microcosm of what really goes on in the bigger society. You know what I'm saying? On every level. So when we when we talk about we're using specific names, to, uh, specific people in the NFL, but we can like Mix has been doing all. So we can put those people in every. It, we can put find those same people in this situation every rip, every, every day life, every time there is something that has to do with racism, white supremacy in this country that has been called out. Uh, 
there are certain roles. There are certain players. Roles. There are certain yeah. strategic uh, kind of plays. We see it all the time. Mm-hmm. We 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 gonna we gonna soften up. We gonna we gonna make certain people teddy bears. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We gonna we we're gonna take away the fangs from other folks, especially when they with the grassroots and they have movements mm-hmm. and they were on fire at one point in time. Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. The joke. The brothers came in with guns. They weren't mad anymore. No. They left out with jobs. <laughs> they weren't mad anymore. Oh, no. no. <laughs> It's a, it's, 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 a, it's a trick bag that they put you in. And, and not saying that there aren't compromises that, that are made. There aren't things that you do for the greater good. Mm. What we are saying, though, is in having principles and beliefs, know who you work for. Know, okay. know, know what your principles are and know when somebody's trying to use certain things to take you away from the principles and the beliefs that you come in with. Mm-hmm. So if you do want to work inside of a system and you do want to change that system, then you're going to have to stand strong and fast and understand that you will not be liked. Oh, for you sure. You will not be liked when you, when you rock the boat. You just won't. Because a lot of times you're going to be the only one rocking the boat. So a lot of times you're going to yeah. be on your own on a lot of stances that you make within these rooms of people that don't look like you. Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to be realistic. Yes, people have to work. People have to work for people whom they don't, they don't agree with politically, they don't look like, they don't align with. That's going to have to happen. Yep. But what happens with, these, with the big money plays is that they dangle that dollar in front of you and a lot of people give up their morals and values for, for, for yep. that dollar because they feel like the exchange is worth it. Let's talk about the the, 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 the spinelessness of our of our peers once again. Mm. When you say uh, that dollar, that dollar, that dollar, dangle that, that dollar, dangle yeah. that dollar. Um, in so many of our communications of recent, we volunteer the dollar. You know what oh I mean? yeah. We talk. What about the money? You know what I'm saying? I, mm. If they pay me enough, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like principles, mor- morale, like all of that shit has been completely out of the window for a very long time. It seems. Oh. Definitely, yeah, and when you look at when you look at the NFL in itself, and mm-hmm. when people like you were saying about spooks at the door, like mm-hmm. you have to go into the NFL saying, "I'm not going to spend any of my game checks." You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I do my proper investment mm-hmm. off tops, right? Because right. if you don't, when the inevitable happens, yeah. and you are no longer the guy, you know what I'm saying? You have to be able to stand on your ten and just walk away. Majority you know of Americans. Majority of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, rich or yeah. not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not wealthy, rich, rich or not. Mm-hmm. Majority of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Right. So those NBA players are, are, are pushed up against the wall as well. Um, I'm sorry, those professional athletes. I yeah. should say. <laughs> so I mean, but but what 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 did our guy say? What did what did Marshawn Lewis say? <laughs> what what he say? You got to protect your you got to protect your chicken. You got to protect your uh, what do you say? Your mentals. Got to take care of your chicken. <laughs> But why is he saying that? Because Marshawn Lynch has been one of the most spoken out players in the NFL. He has always spoken his mind. He has always got on podiums and said what he wanted to say. He mm-hmm. referred to, he said, "What's going on, Africans?" Right. That is powerful. Beautiful. Yep. When you're using when you're using your mic and you're using your talents and your skill to speak to us as black men, and and, and he, they can't do shit to you because I have my chicken together. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not doing it for your endorsement. I'm not doing it for if I lead the day. The most powerful thing you can be able to say when you walk into these corporate b- boardrooms and you walk into these corporate jobs is 
if I leave tomorrow, I'm all right. That's right. And they that can sense right. that energy right. on you. Boy, I'm telling you. They can sense that energy I don't, I don't have to compromise. I don't have to compromise my beliefs, my principles, my morals for you. I don't all. have to do that shit. And, and the wild part is I'm not even entertaining the idea. And, and, and you know what? <laughs> you know what I, think, I think Mix brought it home. So you already know, you know what I'm saying, we got enough going along. I, I, I feel as if African-American men, as African-American males, really, more than anybody in the world, we only got so much space for distraction anyway. I understand we're yeah, human. I swear to God. I understand we're human and we got to get yeah. it. Like, nah, but we got too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was easy for me to push away because I'm pushing away from stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think you just brought it home. That's why, like, I was, I ain't going to say I was looking for an excuse. Mm-hmm. It, it was happening. It was happening. Second and goal, they throw the ball instead of handing the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Third and goal, they do the same thing. What I think about? What's up, Africans? You're right. Nah, you're not gonna do my boy. No, like <laughs> you know after, what I'm saying. After he been, t- as at, me. that's you know real. After he been handling stuff in the media, they've been mm-hmm. trying. They was trying to lynch him, take mm-hmm. that in any way you want to take it, and he he persevered and was one yard away away from being handed the uh, Super Bowl MVP. Exactly. One yard, and organizationally, organizationally, everybody went, "Oh, we can't do that." No. Nah. Well, there is no way we. Could. I will throw nah. this fucking Super Bowl before I let that happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Throw that ball, man. But mm-hmm. that's been to to. To, to Red's point, that's been the M.O. That's of sports organizations forever. But guess who made the most change and has the most perceived power and is moving it in a different direction? The NBA. I've been bringing this up since the, we started start the show because in that small microcosm of society, we do have perceived power. Perceived. Perceived. perceived I think power. the NBA perceived. is actually worse. I think they are the Fox. They're the fox. Oh, for sure. Democrats, mm, for the sure. fox. Republicans, the wolf. NFL, for sure. the wolf. For sure. NBA is the fox. And from this perspective. Okay. From this perspective. Uh, okay. 85% African American, 1% ownership. Sure. Explain. Okay. So, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> D- let's discuss. Let's not. I'm okay. That's why I said moving forward. Because let's we discuss. are still. We are still. Because again, I'll make you a supervisor. You ain't owning this okay, shit. Okay. But see, okay. we are making. <laughs> I'll make you. I'll make you a manager. You will never own this motherfucker. But you think that LeBron is not going to own a team? LeBron, is, like that's what I'm saying. We are getting there. We okay. We got. But you had to be LeBron to own it. Okay, sure. Yeah, just like you get what I'm saying. Okay, like, like you had to be. You sure. had to be sure. top three, th- top three player of all time. Make a billion dollars within your career. Do everything mm-hmm. right. Ever never have a scant. Like that's the ball. But to your exact point, though, LeBron <laughs> went into the league with that mindset, which yeah. I love. Which you know I love saying? too. Which he I love. But but but, but where, where, I ain't gonna say where you dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. But but where the where the hiccup is in terms of you know what I'm saying keeping your chicken in order. Mm-hmm. Guess who kept their chicken in order. And is and is Stephen A. Light, who you about? Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Ah, well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The boy, worst Sha- of the worst. Shaq. Yeah. Boy. Uh, boy. Yeah, Never cast a game Sha- check, man. Sha- I hear you. Yeah. I, I'm like, yeah. Shaq will be on your. Shaq will be on your Fox News on the low. Mm-hmm. You will just turn on and see Shaq on Fox. Because you're used to seeing Shaq everywhere. Anyway. You'll see Charles Barkley on Fox okay. News. I, you see Charles Barkley. For a person who likes to say say he's under the radar, he'll pop up about anything for real. But, but, see, but see, Charles, Candace Owens, mm-hmm. um, well, I almost want to take Candace Owens back. They're different for me. They're different for me because I agree with a lot of what they say at times. They definitely over there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's no confusion about it. It ain't shit. I agree with that Shaq or Stephen. They say, or Charles, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, or Charles Barkley. Really, a lot of a lot of times when it comes to social so, issues. You know, when so, it comes to social issues, social or, issues. Or black issues, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily. But when it comes to just issues in general, yeah. I, I agree with a lot of what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because so to to your point and to the overall point, uh, we don't want to confuse uh, progress with power. 
Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Don't okay. don't confuse progress with power. Sure. Huey P. Newton. Power mm-hmm. is the ability to define phenomenon and make it act in a desired manner. Facts. Mm-hmm. You are not defining phenomenon and making it act in a designed manner. You have no power. So what we have in the NBA is we have progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. power. And, and now progress and perceived power. There's going to be a shift. Mm-hmm. And when the shift happens, I am glued in. <laughs> All the way in the thing, I am glued in to see how the fuck y'all gonna handle shit when that young man who I see very differently than other people see. They're having the argument, is LeBron better than Jordan? LeBron doesn't give a fuck, in my opinion. In the, in the most respectful manner. He, he cares to a degree. He doesn't, and this is why. LeBron's issue has always been, you got to remember who, who his big homies are. LeBron's issue has always been, yeah, you can discuss the game, but like Jay said, bullshit with rap if you want. Bullshit with this basketball shit if you want. I'm talking to I'm, I'm talking to, 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 to Steve Jobs and, and Bill Gates. I'm yeah, talking to people. I'm talking to billionaires who actually create culture. Mm. This game is cool and it's great. But when it's all said and done, the guy, the guy who he's modeling, like, like, like modeling his his kind of moves after is magic. Magic is sure. a power okay. player. Okay, okay. I got magic that. is uses his celebrity as leverage. He uses his money as leverage. That's what LeBron is going to do. Going he's going to, to do. be doing. That's what he's doing. Do, but what I mean time. is, yeah. once he stops, puts the ball down, and says, I'm full-time this, he's going to be one of the most powerful and biggest men, not basketball players, not men in this world. Uh, yeah, and they're definitely. going to have to deal with him when he has that, when you can't tell me shit, because you're not even, we're not operating in the same Feels because again, I have that magic like ability to get me in the room. Yeah, but I'm a little bit more militant than I give you credit for because I have different influences. And I'm a pre-a project nigga for real. So and let's I, not, use, no I utilize let's my, not, I utilize no this power. I had I had 20 years of practice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Because I've been doing it here. And what happened was, y'all said, okay, he gonna get older at some point, and then we are gonna stop giving a damn. You know what I'm right. saying? And they tried that with him. It didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? They've been trying so, it for 10 years. Them showing, like, okay, we're gonna, as soon as we get the chance to pull this rug up from up under your ass, we're gonna pull the rug. Them showing them that, I'm sure, prepare them, like, okay, I need to get prepared for after basketball mm-hmm. so I can keep this same stronghold on things. And, he got, and he's keeping the, the power players moving forward yeah. in the league you, t- towards him. Yeah. Like, this thing going on in LA now, I know we're coming against it, but this thing going, uh, going on in LA now is way more than the championship run. Absolutely. These are the, these are the future executives of said league. Yeah. And if LeBron can lead him to a title, he can lead him anywhere in his in his organization. I appreciate your your definition of uh, power. I would I would also tell our audience to uh, to pick up Dr. Amos's uh, uh, blueprint for Black Power. Okay. Uh, we break down he breaks down all of that in there, and then in terms of the uh, the change uh, or the progress, as you would say, mm-hmm. uh, versus even, power. Even 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 uh, uh, rest in peace. Even uh, Martin Luther King um, called bullshit on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, them trying to tell him like, don't, don't you're pushing too hard. You know what I'm saying? Give it time. You, we've already made progress. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and uh, Dr. King said, change is not inevitable. You know what I'm saying? Not only is change not inevitable, but just like we we progressed, we can absolutely regress. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think that's one thing that we got to keep in mind, man. If we if we don't keep pushing forward, we'll definitely fall back. So are we up against, man. I think we nailed it again. There's a lot of topics we can kind of do episodes about that's. That stem from him, we're definitely going to do that. But right now, we're getting out of here, man. It's your man, it's H.T. Sims. It's Mr. Mitch. St. Louis Red. It's what we're doing. We out. Yep.
excellent show, Joe. Yes, sir. Excellent show. But to my to to what I was saying, bro, he's going to be way more. Powerful.